Well, all right then. All right. All right. Welcome. 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 Good morning. Good morning to all of you saints of God. Uh, amen. Just like to welcome you this morning, Monday morning, October the 26th, back to the creating a prayer culture for God this morning. I tell you, there's an excitement in the air because of what God is doing in the spirit realm. Amen. We know that Satan is out there trying to continue to build his kingdom and he thought, man, he was going to catch us off guard because we're about four or five days out from what they call Halloween. And But my God, we on the case this morning. We on the J-O-B this morning. Amen. We fighting, demanding, and commanding him out of our communities. We treading on some serpents and scorpions over all the power and works of the adversary this morning. And we're declaring that he's under our feet this morning. We're ordering him out of your neighborhoods this morning, your communities, your city, your states, your towns. You know, in the name of Jesus, that territory, we take it. We take it by force. It don't belong to him. It belongs to us. And if you there, if you're one believer and you're in that street, you're in that neighborhood, you know, you're in that community, you ought to look to the north, the south, the east, and the west and point your finger and say, Satan, I demand you out of here. I order you out of here. You have no place here. I forbid you to come up in here with your evil influence. You know, we got to take this thing by authority. Amen. And the Lord said in the book of Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 1, if I can just find one righteous person, I'll spare the city. So come on, let God help you spare that city this morning from under all these attacks, amen, that we see as we drive through the communities and see all these tombstones with children's names on them in people's yards and all these devils and demons and all these images, man. Come on, y'all. Come on. Our children got to look upon that crazy stuff, man. And wonder mom and dad, why can't we put that in our yard? It's influencing their minds. It's influencing their thinking. So come on, get some, do some work. Step outside this morning. Point to the left. Point to the right. Point up. Point down. Point all around. Look to the north, the south, the east, and the west and demand and command some things. Amen. Take back your community from that evil influence that's being infiltrated and poured out into it. Amen. Through them images. You know, the devil is a lie this morning. He's a liar. He's a father of lies this morning. Amen. He's unauthorized to be a, yo, you live in that community. My God, you have more influence than he does. And so come on, take that, take that, 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 that area, man, by force this morning in the name of Jesus. All right, then I'm on a war path this morning. Amen. Got my spiritual weapons. I'm ready to go this morning. But amen. I'd like to just welcome you, Pastor Sherry, and I welcome you all this morning to the Creating a Prayer Culture for God this morning. Feeling a little radical this morning. Amen. But we give God praise this morning. Give God all the glory this morning. We just thank him for another opportunity together with the saints this morning. We want to welcome all of you. I know I heard Pastor Eric, Pastor Phoebe. I heard Sister Green, Sister Ann. And I thought I heard Brother Cross coming on this morning. For all of those of you that are gathering and joining with us this morning, we'd like to welcome you this morning to the Creating a Prayer Culture for God. We just give him praise, Lord. And I want to also send a shout out and a thank you for yesterday. Wonderful uh, service started at the Creating a Prayer Culture yesterday morning and on into the praise and worship and on into the word, minister of the word. If a lot of you didn't get to participate, you it's out there. You can go out there and look at it and 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 and, and listen to it. Quinn, brother Quinn, Bishop Quinn did a great job uh, making sure that that was a, a quality product we put out, so you still have access to it. And any of our our, our creating a prayer culture uh, uh, for God messages in the morning at six a.m. But we just want to welcome you, Amen. As we move into this year, man, of of eight days away from electing a new president, I'm so excited about that. You know, man, I do pray for new leadership, Amen. And 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 there's going to be some votes taken today to rush through uh, Miss Amy Barrett into the Supreme Court. She'll be a justice. I've been fasting and praying for a delay on that, and God intervene on that, and you know, and and and. But, you know, I accept God's will, whatever happens. But 
I just know we got some dark days ahead, but I'm here to tell you, I'm looking beyond the, these current situations and I'm seeing the coming glory of the Lord this morning. And so I just want to enlighten you with that this morning. Let's look beyond. Paul said we have to look beyond the, the present, uh, these, these present sufferings of this age that we're in, the light afflictions, he said, and see the coming glory of the Lord. Amen. And so I just encourage you with that. That's out of the book of Romans chapter 8 and verse 18. Looking beyond, amen. And we, 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 you know, we got reason to look beyond because there's some glory that's coming, y'all. He's taking us from glory to glory, from strength to strength, and from faith to faith. And I'm excited about it. I don't know about you. So just want to warm you up and welcome you this morning. Amen. Thank God for you joining us this morning. Thank you to not robbery. Thank God for all of those around the world that is screaming in this morning on Cashbox and Podbean. How are you, how are you getting in on this virtual uh, creating a proud culture call for God this morning? We welcome you, brothers and sisters out there, clergy out there. We welcome our very own Pastor Eric, Pastor Phoebe Davis, More Than Conquerors, Warriors, Christ Ministry, uh, their followers, their, their congregation. We welcome New Freedom Christian Ministry this morning, any of our followers that are on. And we welcome the broader uh, uh, family of, of brothers and sisters in Christ this morning, you know, our, our kinsmen out there this morning, uh, you know, that come from different states and different uh, geographical locations. We welcome you this morning. We always want you to feel welcome to join us anytime. Amen. We're excited about what God is doing. Amen. And so I want you to just get ready this morning, sit back. We're going to get back into the word this morning over in the fifth chapter of the book of John. I'm going to pick up around about verse, uh, I want to say verse, uh, let me see where we at this morning. We, verse 31 this morning, we, 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 we got down to verse 30 yesterday talking about the claims and the proof of those claims. You know, Jesus made claims, but he backed up every one of them with some proof, man, you know, with some, some experience that he had had, man, on earth as a man. Father got him through those things, you know, and, and, and he backed up every claim that he made. And the, and the message, message yesterday was, you know, where's your proof? And Jesus, he didn't come and make a claim and then bring proof. He presented his proof. Amen. And we were blessed by that word. Amen. You got to have some proof these days. You can't just run out there and say you're a Christian and leave it at that. Satan will walk all over you, but you got to have some proof that, that you got the bloodstained banner of Jesus on you, man. It's above you. Amen. And so we, we got to bring proof. Amen. And we know the proof is, as he said, that if you hear God's word and you do God's word, that's your proof right there. You know, and Jesus helped us to do that, just like the father helped him and he worked with the father. He's working with us. but We got to work. With, <coughs> we got to work with him. We're no match without him. You know, we'll get walked on. And so we don't need to because he fights for us. Amen. We just got to know what he says and, 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 and what he said we can do. That's what we can do. And we should not want to do any more than what he said we could do. That's what get people in problems sometimes. They want to go out and try to do more than what the Lord told us we can do. And then when you mess up something, now you're, well, Lord, why did this happen? And so we, we know if we hear his word, all the promises are there that tells us what we can do. And then he said, now just go do it. Don't be a forget for here. So we're going to take a look at this morning. Amen. Let's, let's just pray and get into this word. Again, we're going to be coming out of the book of John, chapter 5. We're going to pick up our study this morning in verse 31. But let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come this morning. We just thank you. We praise you for another awesome day, Lord God, that we can study your word together and fellowship together and pray together. 
And so we pray this morning as you taught your disciples to pray, Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. But lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Lord, it all belongs to you. Now, Holy Spirit, we ask you this morning, give us a word of wisdom this morning. Unveil and, re and uncover and envelop more of the word this morning that we may see clearly this morning a clear revelation of who Jesus Christ really is as John the Revelator, John the Beloved of the Lord, John the, uh, you know, the, the, the writer of three epistles and the book of Revelation, John who was cast out on the Isle of Patmos after he had survived being thrown into a boiling pot of hot oil. And Lord, they put him out there because they couldn't kill him in the oil, so they tried to isolate him and shed him up. But it was a great uh, undertaking because he received revelation directly from Jesus. And he wrote these things that we might believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that we might know that through him we have eternal life. As we read in the book of John, chapter 20, verse 31. So, Father, we thank you this morning for ears to hear, eyes to behold and see one of his things as we receive this word this morning. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for an awesome day yesterday, all day, God. And we give you praise for another day today that you have made. And we thank you for your word today. Feed us now, Holy Ghost. And, and Lord, we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, we pray for all that have joined with us this morning. Lost, backslidden, prodigal sons and daughters, gay, straight, immature, mature, Lord God, those who struggle with deity this morning, whoever and, and God is welcome this morning to this creating a prayer culture for God. We welcome and greet all of them in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right then, so let's get in here. We're in the book of John again, the fifth chapter. We're going to pick up our study this morning at verse 31. But just by way of a little bit of review, yesterday, the main focus of our, of our teaching yesterday was about where's your witness? I mean, where's your proof? Amen. Where is your proof? Amen. And we were talking yesterday, you know, about anytime you make a claim and Jesus made a lot of claims. We went down the list looking at all the things that he claimed. But we also went down the list and saw all the proof of what he claimed that he 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 did it. If he said it, he did it. If it if it happened, he brought it to pass. And so he didn't just say things, but he backed it up with proof. Amen. And we talked about that proof. You know, some people have experience without experimentation with the word, but Jesus was the word. And so everything he did, he did it as the living word of God. And so we have to take note to that. So if we're going to do anything. We can't just have the letter. We got to have the spirit of the word. Amen. The energy of the word. You know, we got to we got to have the rhema of the word because that's where the dudamus power is produced. Remember, we talked about <clears throat> what it says in the book of Corinthians, the fourth chapter. I think it's verse 20, maybe verse five, but it's over there. And it says, you know, the kingdom of God is not just in word only. You got to have some power. There's there's, there's power in that word, as we read in the book of Hebrews, chapter four. Verse 12, you know, that word is powerful. What, what word? That word that you take off of the page and put in your heart, that word that you read and you think about, you meditate on, you read it, you hear it, you know, you hide it in your heart, you know, and that word before you know it, it begins to produce something in you. Now you memorize it. Now you meditate on it so that when you get attacked, you ain't got to be freaking out trying to find your Bible or get it, grab a tape or something. You don't have time for that. You have it readily available and the Holy Ghost quicken you with that word. Now that power shows up and you begin to demand and declare some things, you know, boom, because you got that word and you put God in remembrance of it. And he watching over it anyway. He want to hear it anyway. And then he performs it. And that's the proof that we got to have right there that we are who we say we are, you know, and that we can do what he said we can do. All right. So I want to talk this morning, shift a little bit. Yesterday it was about where's your proof. 
today I want to talk about this revelation that the Lord dropped in my spirit about where's your witnesses. You know, you got to have a witness, man. And Jesus had a lot of witnesses, even though sometimes some of them denied him like Peter when it needed to count. Peter said Peter ran away and said, no, I don't know him. You know, but Jesus had already told Peter, when it comes time for you to witness for me, you probably going to chicken out before the crock grow thrice. You probably going to deny me. And Peter did that. But I love it because the Lord told him right then and there, I've already prayed for you. Satan is that desire desiring to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Peter. And that could, Peter couldn't get away from that. That was on his mind when he was denying the Lord. You know, fear set in. He was denying God. But Jesus told him, I already prayed for you. A lot of us on this line, Jesus has already prayed for us because once you gave your life to the Lord and became healed and received his spirit, you were sealed. You were healed. You, you know, you, 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 you in, you in there now. You just got to fight the good fight of faith and then do it to the end, working out your, your, your salvation with fear and trembling so you can be saved, you know. And so in the meantime, what do we do, Pastor? We become the witnesses of Christ. You know, he was trying to get witnesses to witness what he was, who he was, you know. You know, and, and, and Peter was one of those primary witnesses. He went on to witness, but it, it was tough getting there. And so you got to have some witnesses, man. You know, you, you got to have some witnesses, you know, you know, uh, of who who you say you are, just like Jesus, you know, just like Jesus. How do you do that? You let the gift of God and you make room for you. But you got to first have the gift in there. Man's got a man's gift got to make room for him and bring him before great men. You can't go out here, man, and create your own righteousness. But when you got the gift of God in you, man, he'll, it'll make room for you. That gift will make room and bring. But you got to get the gift. And you got to know what the word says about the gift because you might get the wrong gift. Satan got gifts too now. You know, he tried to give Jesus some of them. But Jesus said, uh-uh, it's written. You know, man should not live by that stuff. Man should not live by bread alone. That stuff you offer me. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God because that's where the promise is at. That's what God tells us what we're able to do. And so we ought to let that word be one of our primary witnesses of who we are. Living by that word, speaking that word, standing on that word, preaching that word, singing that word, praying that word. That's our primary witness right there. And you got the Holy Spirit in you. Holy Spirit is another witness. We're going to see all of that this morning as we take on this revelation right here. Yesterday it was where's your proof? Today is where's your witnesses? And we're going to look at Jesus and see the kind of witnesses that he had. We're going to look at a sevenfold witness that Jesus had right in the word. Sevenfold witness, man. Good God Almighty. You know, seven means completion. It means perfection. So Jesus had a perfect witness of who he was. Mm. And we're going to take a look at this revelation. And we're going to kind of see, can, you know, since we're going to be doing the same work he did in greater works, can I use the seven, the same sevenfold witness that he used to do the work that he did and greater works than he did? But we got to know what it is first. We got to unveil it. We got to reveal it. We got to see what it is so we don't be using all these other things to witness for us. You know, buying new cars and people go out there now and tell, well, look at it. Lord, bless me with a new car. Lord, bless me with a new house. Lord, bless me with a new $60 million jet. They're using all these things to witness to, of who they are. Material things that's going to be eaten up with rust and moth. But see, the thing, the weapons that we use, see, they, they, they'll never be destroyed. <clears throat> you know, so let's get in here and see what they are this morning. Amen. Amen. So, again, uh, we want to talk from that subject right there, uh, starting at... Uh, Starting at, uh, you know, verse uh, verse uh, 31. And so, you know, creating a prayer culture for God, you know, is kind of like one of those uh, tools that God has given us to bear witness for him. He, he uses it to bear witness for him. Why? He wants a, a, a culture that prays because he said, if my people that are called by my name 
will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he would hear from heaven. He would forgive our sins and heal our land. And if we do that, see, that's, that's saying we're witnessing to who he is, to his greatness. If we don't do that, then, you know, we, 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 don't, we, we don't become good, effective witnesses for him, you know. And so that's why he created it and gave it to us. He wanted to use it. Amen, you know, amen. Uh, we can do nothing of our own selves. We know that. Why? Because this is what uh, the wicked one out there, he, you know, he, he wants to go about, you know, trying to build and create his own little kingdom, you know, you know. But see, we need, um, we need um, to, to, to have the spirit of God in us controlling what we do or, or at least uh, bring into our remembrance what God said we we are able to do and what we can do. Amen. Uh, uh, God's, God has a messenger, okay, that, that, that always gives us the message of God, and that's the spirit of truth, you know. Sometimes he's got angels, but see, we got to know those witnesses and be able to recognize those witnesses because, you know, Satan got a voice too. He goes around too. He can transform himself into an angel of light. And so we got to be able to know who, who, who God's divine messenger is and hear that message that God is saying. And let me tell you how you know that. Let me tell you how you know that that is a witness of God that's witnessing to your spirit. Okay. He said, my children shall know my voice and another voice they won't follow, you know. And so you got to spend time with God so you can get familiar with his voice. Why? Because it becomes difficult to witness for God if I don't really know his voice. I hear a lot of voices. There's a lot of voices out there speaking right now, you know, you know, you know. And a lot of times it sounds good, you know, but it ain't, it ain't always God, you know, you know. And so we want to be able to hear that. So the scripture says in the book of John, chapter 8, verses 12 through 18, the King James Bible, listen to what it says. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. And he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself. Thy record is not true. Well, not true because they said so. It's true because he said so. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet not my record is true. For I know whence I came and whether I go, <clears throat> but ye cannot tell <coughs> whence I came and whether I go. Listen at this now. Ye judge after the flesh. I judge no man. And yet, if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone. This is key right here. I am not alone. In other words, I got a witness to who I am. I'm not alone. But I and my father that sent me, it is also written in your law that the testimony of two men are true. Him and his father. I am one that bears witness of myself. There it is, a witness of myself. And the father that sent me beareth witness of me. So see, there, there's that witness right there. So this is why you got to have this relationship with Jesus just like he had with the father. You know, because, you know, two people, you know, can bear witness of one another, you know, 
two people, you know, one can put a thousand, but man, when you got two, you can do some work against ten, against two thousand. You know, you 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 know, you strengthen the odds there. You know, so you where's your witness? Jesus is saying, hey, look, I, yeah, I can bear witness of myself, but my Father also bear witness of me. He the one who sent me. You know, and if Jesus saved you, he'll always uh, bear witness of who you are if you let the gift of God in you. But you got to first have the gift, you know, and then you can then you can say God, the one who saved me, my bishop and apostle didn't save me. I don't care what they say about me, what they think about me. My brothers, my sisters, they didn't save me. Jesus saved me and he gave me his Holy Ghost to be in me a witness, you know. And before you know it, man, you know, it, it'll no longer be you, but it'll be the Christ. You know, people will know that gift will begin to make room for you. They'll begin to see greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. That's why you can't wimp out every time something comes up and you don't understand it. If you really say, you know, that greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. You know, according to first John four and four, the book of first John chapter four, verse four, greater is he that's in you. Now in the him that is able to do exceeding abundant above all we could ask to think of him according to the power of God that worketh in you. Talking about that power, that dudamus power. Just like it says in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. That's your witness. The Holy Ghost in you doing the work in you and through you. Verse 31 says this in the book of John chapter 5 uh, verse 31 says this. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. Now this is Jesus talking. So who are the witnesses of Jesus Christ's authority and power? How many are there here revealed in the text that we may have proof? The fact remains that one's own testimony must be supported by other witnesses. You know, thank God that Jesus Christ was a sevenfold witness. He had a sevenfold witness to who he was as Jesus Christ. The book of uh, John chapter one, verse 34. Let's look at some of these, these, these different witnesses. Uh, uh, the book of John uh, chapter one, verse 34, the King James Bible says it like this. And I saw and bear record that this is the son of God. Now, this is John. Remember who John is now. Remember, John got the revelation. John is the beloved of the father. You know, he wrote all the epistles. You know, he, 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 God revealed this to him. He wrote it so we might have a witness. We might know, you know, and believe that he's the son of God and that we can only have eternal life through his name. Then he goes on to say in the book of John, chapter 5, verse 31, again, he says, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. You know, again, remember now, Jesus came and he made claims and he, he had proof. He proved it. So he, he's authorized, you know, if, if you do what you say you're going to do and the whole world can see that, you're not a man that you should lie, but you're faithful who promised. You know, he said, hey, believe me for the work I do. You know, you right here witnessing it. Believe me for the work I do. If you're not going to believe me for who I, what I say about myself, believe me for the work I do. You know, I'm willing to do all of that. But it's good to have a witness. And we, we're looking at now the sevenfold witness of who Jesus Christ is. Okay, he goes on here, man, and says, but I have a greater witness that, than that of John. For the works which the Father have given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father have sent me. That's in the book of John, chapter 5, verse 36, the King James Bible. He's saying now the works do that. And the father himself which have sent me has borne witness of me. Ye neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. You, you didn't see God. If you looked at me, you would have sown because my father and I are one, you know, 
And so my father who sent me, he's bearing witness by the work I'm doing. It's his work. I'm finishing the work. As we read right there uh, in uh, the book of John, chapter 5, verse 37, the King James Bible. Verse 39 says this, search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. Listen at this. And they are they which testify of me. So he's telling you there's another witness. The scriptures testify of me. He goes on to say in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 14, the King James Bible, Jesus answered and said unto them, though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I came and whether I go, but ye cannot tell whence I come and whether I go, you know, but I have witnesses, you know. Goes on to say in the book of John, uh, chapter 15, verse 26 and verse 27, the King James Bible. Now, we're just trying to show where Jesus witnesses that he had a sevenfold witness of who he was. Uh, it says here, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the father, even the spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the father, he shall testify of me. If you got the Holy Ghost, then you know who Jesus is. Because that's all the Holy Ghost talks about. That's all he brings back to our remembrance of what Jesus taught. And ye also shall bear witness. So we're going to be witnesses too. Why? I got the Holy Ghost. I can't help it. You know. Who, you, who else you think the Holy Ghost is going to have me witnessing about? Same one he witnessed about. Same one who sent him. You know, but he's going to be there to help us to bring it to our remembrance because we know the memory of the justice blessed or it's supposed to be. So we don't forget who he is. And he goes on to say, because ye have been with me from the beginning. You know. Verse 32 of the book of John, chapter five, uh, you know, says this. There is another that beareth witness of me. Oh, there's another one, huh? And I know that the witness which ye have witnessed of me is true. So let's look at the first and the most important witness that he brings out here. This is Jesus talking now. Okay, the first and the most important witness is the Holy Spirit within him. Beloved son, divine witness, the father bears witness. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. That's in the book of Matthew chapter 3 verse 7, the King James Bible. You know, remember the dove-like figure came on Jesus. Everybody saw that that was there. John saw that, you know, that bear witness. The Holy Spirit was like a dove-like figure. And the Father spoke to back it up and reinforce it. Hey, this is my beloved son who you see the Holy Spirit coming on like a dove-like figure. And the Bible said immediately Jesus was led into the wilderness by that same spirit. And he was full of power, you know. And as he went before Satan, man, again, Boom, the Holy Spirit bear witness, brought back to Jesus, remember what he had studied and what he had learned. And he said, hey, Satan, hold up. Get, wait a minute. Get thee behind me. You know, it's written. Man shall not live by bread alone, by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. That was the Holy Spirit bringing it back to his remembrance, what he had studied. And again, that's in the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse 7, the King James Bible. So we see that first and most important witness. When you look in the book of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 5, the King James Bible, it says, while he yet spake, Behold, a bright cloud overshadowed him, them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Hear ye him. Look at that witness telling you to shut up and listen to him. He know more about the father's will than anybody else. He know more about what you're supposed to be doing than anybody else. You know, trying to bear witness to it. 
the book of John chapter eight, verse 18, the King James Bible says this. I am one that bear witness of myself and the father that sent me bears witness of me. So he continues to make this argument about those witnesses. He's showing you where his witnesses are coming from. You know, one more scripture in the, in, in the book of first uh, John chapter five, verse nine, the King James Bible says this about him. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. But this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. Now he's approved of him, approved of him. You know, verse 33, and this will probably be our last verse for the morning. Verse 33 of the book of John chapter five says this. Ye sent unto John and he bear witness unto the truth. Remember, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. So John is bearing witness. He's talking about John the Baptist here. The second witness was John the Baptist. So we see the Holy Ghost was the first and most important. Now we see John the Baptist. And in between that, he said that we also are going to be a witness. Why? The Holy Ghost is going to be in us if we receive him. And many resorted unto him and said, John did no miracles, but all things that John spake of this man were true. And that's in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 41, the King James Bible. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. He's out there baptizing. He sees Jesus coming. Remember, John said, I, he got to increase so I can decrease. Book of Acts, of John, chapter 1, verse 29 and verse 36, the King James Bible says this. And looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, the Lamb of God. Ye yourselves bear me witness. That I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom. But the friends of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice, that my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. That's why I was so excited this morning. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, and he speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he has seen and heard, that he testifieth. And no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath received his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. The father loveth the son and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the son hath everlasting life. Listen to this. And he that believeth not the son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. And that's in the book of John chapter three, verse 28 through 36, the King James Bible. And my last and final verse, and we'll pray. It says, and ye sent unto John. And he bear witness unto the truth. That's in the book of John chapter five, verse 33, the King James Bible. We just got through. We just got through looking at. Now, after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Just like John had said, just like John bear witness. Here, Jesus come now and did exactly what his witness that came before him had said he was going to do. And that's in the book of Mark, chapter one, verse 14. See, Jesus always makes a claim. His witnesses make a claim. And if they're making a claim based on what he has claimed, he provides the proof. So if we say what he said he's going to do, and then he's going to come and do that. He's not obligated to go outside of that. I don't care how difficult it is. He's not 
obligated to go outside of doing anything for us that's not not promised to us in his word. It's up to him, but more importantly, if I put him in remembrance of his word, I know he's going to watch over that and perform it. All this other boo-hoo stuff that we be coming up with, man, you know, he, you know, I, I can't find no documentation that said that he's obligated to do it. And we put so much pressure on ourselves sometimes when we should just look at these witnesses, see what they said about him. Yes. Okay. And let this be, let this be, let this be my witness of who he is in me and who I am in him. And that should suffice us. John wanted to know, is he the one or do I look for somebody else? You know, John didn't, John didn't want nobody else. He didn't want to witness for, about nobody else. He didn't want to talk about the Pope. He didn't want to talk about Buddha. He didn't want to talk about Islam. He didn't want to talk about this. He didn't want to talk about that. He didn't want to talk about none of that stuff. He didn't want no idols. He didn't want to worship none of that other stuff. You know, he just wanted to know, is this the one that I've been witnessing about? You know, did I really hear his voice? Was I really a voice in the wilderness saying, make way for him? And so we, we are the Johns of the day. We are the John the Baptists of this day, and we're his witnesses. And so when he said, Where's, where are your witnesses, we are his witnesses now. And we just touched on about three of the sevenfold witnesses of Jesus Christ, and we'll get more into this on Thursday morning. You know. But there it is right there. I mean, Thursday evening. There it is right there. You know, where is your witnesses? Jesus Christ is showing us his witnesses, and we need to take a look at these witnesses. Do we have the Holy Spirit? Do we have a relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ? Do we know the word of God? Do we know his voice when he speaks to us? These are the witnesses right there of who he is. These are going to be the witnesses of who we are in Christ Jesus. So, Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning, Lord God, for your word. We understand now the sevenfold witnesses of Jesus Christ. Father, his witnesses should be the same witnesses that we witness, that witness to us and that we witness about and they witness through us. The most important the first witness is the Holy Spirit. And then you said, Father, we have to have a relationship with the our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ. That the Holy Ghost can begin to speak in us and bear witness in us. So we're praying this morning in the name of Jesus for all those that are out there, God, that are hearing the, uh, the ministry of this word this morning. That they'll understand our role, our job now, our greater work right now is to be a witness for Jesus Christ. Just like John went out as a voice crying in the wilderness, make way for the coming of the Lamb of God that was going to come and take away the sins of the world. He wanted him so much to increase so that he could decrease. Father, we're praying today in the name of Jesus that what has been heard this morning will cause all of those out there that are seeking Jesus, those of us who think we know Jesus, those of us who think we hear his voice, mm -hmm. that the corresponding action will be how we witness about him, what we heard. And so, Father, we thank you. John refused to, to, to look for another if that was the true Christ. We should refuse today to hear any other voice, to follow any other voice, God, but always seek for the voice of Jesus. He speaks through his word. He speaks as a reminder through his Holy Spirit. He speaks through the scriptures. He speaks, Lord God, through his father and his father speaks through him. And he wants to speak through us that we too might bear witness, oh God, with his spirit that is in us, that our spirit may bear witness with his spirit, that the two spirits can walk in agreement, that Jesus is the Christ. He's the son of the living God. He is the anointed one. As Jesus said, my father and I are one. He want us in him, in his word, in his spirit to be one. And so, Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning that we are his witnesses. 
Now, Father, we're praying in the name of Jesus as we witness, as we go about witnessing that there are others out there this morning who may be making a decision right now that they, too, want to be a witness for Jesus Christ. And, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that even right now from what they've heard, that the Holy Spirit is coming upon them and convicting them right now. And he's witnessing to them right now. He's convicting them. He's drawing them. He's reminding them right now. He's, he, he is saving them right now. He's baptizing them right now. And something is taking place all around them, coming upon them right now, because that the preaching and teaching of this word has gone out, is not coming back forward. I believe right now God is ministering beyond uh, this location is ministering all around the world, wherever there's ears to hear it, wherever there's listeners right now, God, I believe, I believe that the Holy Spirit right now is witnessing to those who are hearing this word. And I believe they're hearing the voice of God. I believe the lost out there this morning, Father, is hearing the word of God this morning, is witnessing to them. I believe the Holy Spirit is convicting what they're with, convicting them by what they're hearing right now. And Father, we thank you for the increase this morning. We thank you for the seeds that are being sown right now. We thank you for the scriptures working right now. It's the power unto salvation for all who shall hear God and shall believe. But how can they believe except they hear? And how can they hear except there be preachers that teach it and say it? And so, Father, we thank you this morning that the lost are hearing this and, and making a decision to be saved. We thank you that the backsliders are hearing this. We pray that they hear it and come back to Jesus quick and fast and in a hurry, Lord God, because the days uh, are far spent and nighttime is coming when nobody will be able or got to witness anymore. So I pray this will be the day of salvation. That salvation is witnessed today to all that are out there, God, the prodigal sons and daughters, gays and straights, Lord God. Even, Lord God, yes, yes. the mature and the immature. Yes, Jesus. Even the ones who struggle with the deity of Jesus Christ all over the world this morning, Lord God. Anywhere that this is being piped into, anywhere that this is being uh, 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 communicated into, God, I pray over those ears that are hearing this this morning. That right now, God, that they're, they're looking, they're measuring and seeing, am I being a witness for Jesus Christ? I go around and tell people I'm a Christian, but am I a good, effective witness for him? Have I witnessed to my family? Have I witnessed to my friends? Have I witnessed to my coworkers? W what witnessing have I done to bear record of who I am? Where's my witness? Where's my witness as a saved person? Where's my witness as a believer? Where's my witness as a spirit-filled believer? I've got the first and the most important witness of all about Jesus Christ, which is the spirit of truth. And if I received him, I received him to be a witness to the whole entire world. And so, Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning. You know, Jesus came, made claims, and he proved himself. And then he said, hey, I have witnesses to this. And they went out and witnessed, Father. Help us to go forth today and be a witness. Let our light so shine. As we read in the Bible, in the book of John, chapter 5, verse 14, of Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 14, said, we are seated that sit on the hill, we cannot be hid. But let our light so shine that men will see our good works and they too will glorify our Father which is in heaven. Father, we thank you and praise you right now for your word today. We pray that it, 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 will, it will continue to minister as a witness as we go forth today. Holy Ghost, we pray that you will bring it all back to our remembrance as we encounter those out there that, that are lost. That you will bring it back to our remembrance who Jesus is, Savior of the world, only name by which men can be saved. And so, Father, we give you the praise, the glory, and honor right now. Where is your witnesses? We're your witnesses, Father. Yes, and so we thank you now and we praise you now for this word. Seal it in our hearts now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, then. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sharon. Amen. Praise